Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 82 of the Scouting Pancake Podcast. I'm Jason Ackerman. And I'm Yvonne Ackerman. I'm Andrew Weiland. And I'm Alyssa Weiland. Oh, wow. Chef Alyssa. The Chef Alyssa. The Chef Alyssa. Charlotte's own celebrity chef. You're our Rachel Ray. Oh, I'm I'm flattered. I don't know if that's the best comparison, but it's the first thing I came up with. It is usually the first thing that pops in. Okay, really? You're like, yeah. It's on. You remind me of... Yeah. It's it's just short brown hair. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Adorable. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, of all the... And she's from Charlotte. Mm -hmm. Is she? No. Mm -hmm. She is? Yeah. No, Rachel Rachel Ray. Ray. Oh, no. Oh, Rachel Ray. I was like, breaking news. (laughs) Yeah. Just Just Chef Alyssa. (laughs) (laughs) She is Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah, So Chef Alyssa and and I grew up together at Temple Israel in Charlotte. Mm -hmm. Where... And you, like... Were you born in Charlotte? Uh, not born. Parents moved here when we were real young. Yeah, so, so it's, it's been practically Charlotte all the way. Yeah, Charlotte. So how did you guys mm-hmm. meet? And I don't mean Andrew and Alyssa. We'll get to that <laughs> later. Jason and Alyssa. How did you guys meet? Well, her brother Ethan is my age. So mm-hmm. like we grew up Hebrew school, bar mitzvahs. You know it all. So I'm you, pretty sure Ethan played on the basketball team, too. We had a JC oh, basketball team. Oh, he was team. probably really good at basketball then. <laughs> <laughs> I think he made it to, like, eighth grade, but no. he was definitely on the basketball team for a while. Yeah. So Ethan's different mentioned his basketball skills. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to ask him about that, try to dig up some pictures. That'll be on my next basketball podcast coming up <laughs> after this. Really bad JCC basketball. Oh, my gosh. Jews who can ball. That has to be the biggest, the funniest thing. We're, oh, man. So we would play, talking. like, all the Catholic schools. Like, uh-huh. you know, we were the one Jewish one, and then we'd play, like, St. Ma- Matt's and St. Gabe's and all these places, and the heated Catholic. rivalries. Heated yeah. rivalries. <laughs> They're a little bit more athletic, the Catholics, I feel yeah. like. That's, um, that's when the religious what does that mean? Wow. Really comes out. That's when that religious angst really comes out. That's like, right. Let's take it to the court. <laughs> yeah, let's take it to the court. <laughs> let's beat the Catholics. That reminds me of that the, ja, the John Moroni sketch. Mulaney? Mulaney. <laughs> Did you guys see that where he's talking about like his, his parents wanted him to convince his Jewish wife to convert to Catholicism? Oh, yeah. And he talks about like, why would she ever do that? Yes. Not selling it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was like, don't Google us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, Jason's really good at basketball. I don't know about that. He is. He's. He's short, I'm but good he's fast. Andrew's he's really good too. You should play. You should. You yeah. I was just telling him he needs to go to the J and play some. I don't play at the J anymore because the old, the old men they argue too much. So <laughs> you have to be in the right game. And Jason, Jason has a league. You can join. I don't so. have a league. <laughs> I will She's join all this up. But let's get back to Chef Alyssa <laughs> yeah. because that's so what you guys went to Hebrew school though. Went to Hebrew school. Okay. okay right. So just growing up here, way. where like, how did you get into food? Um, well, more, mostly grew up trying different types of artistic things. Like I danced when I was younger. I was really into that, like modern dance, things like that. And eventually I just, those things didn't stick with me throughout my later years of high school. And I started to figure out, well, I love these different forms of art and theater and things like that, but it's just not where I'm going. And Luckily, my high school had a culinary arts program, and that got me into thinking, well, this could be my career, and I really, really loved that. So I started cooking at home a lot when I was younger, and I guess I already was interested in it because my parents will tell me stories about cooking at home, and I started to really get interested in it, and I loved 
when my parents would entertain and I got to cook something. So uh, I kept that up and I decided um, that I wanted to pursue it. So I went to the Art Institute here in Charlotte after culinary school. And, and where'd you go to culinary school? Um, the Art Institute okay. here in Charlotte. Yeah, or I'm sorry, after high school. I okay. went there. Okay. And I, just so the, kept with it. Where is the Art Institute? Where's the campus? Well, it has closed. <laughs> it is not currently open. Okay. Only recently. Um, Are you yeah. saying you're old? Are you saying we're old? <laughs> no. Oh, God, we're old. She's younger than us, though, you've already said. No, no I'm she's older. older. Oh, yeah, I figured mm-hmm. Ethan was... No. We, we're always the older ones now. <laughs> no, no. What a what a blessing. We're here with we're here with some wise elders. It feels great. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Wow. Yeah. So the art so, institute. So yeah, I went there and cool story. Um, the reason that I chose that culinary school was I was really influenced by a chef that I met in while I was in high school, Chef Joe Bonaparte, and. He and I are part of a dinner coming up that's part of Charlotte Shout. So we're Ooh. collaborating on a dish uh, that is organized by um, PCG and Chris Reed. And I'm so excited to be able to cook with one of my mentors for so long. Um, so he, he moved to Myrtle Beach and opened a culinary school there. Uh, that's super awesome if anybody is looking to go to culinary school and they're in this region. Like, I would say look up that Myrtle Beach culinary school. But... But yeah, I so Charlotte Shout though is that is that the music festival that's coming? So it's a festival that it's a, was, it's a long like multiple days cross of lots of different things. Yeah, okay. it was like Charlotte's food festival, and it was really big in the uh, probably early two thousands. Like I don't know what I remember when I was in culinary school what was going on, and they used to get a lot of big name chefs out there, and then it just kind of stopped. So they're trying to revamp it, oh, cool. which would be really awesome because Charlotte needs stuff like that. Yeah, and you're yeah. with your old buddy cooking. Your <laughs> your your idol. Yeah, if it's it gives me chills. It's really cool. There's a lot of pressure, or are you like yeah yeah? <laughs> yeah, like you told me one of my ideas is good, and I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> when is that happening? So, um, I believe it's May sixth. Mm-hmm. Monday, yeah. May sixth. Oh, we're here. Monday, May sixth. Uh, yeah, is that through Piedmont Culinary Guild? Does the tickets? Um, or? It'll be through. I know Charlotte Center City Partners is putting it on. So I don't know uh, where you'll be able to buy tickets. Um, and it's also a very cool, informative dinner. A lot of chefs are involved in it. It breaks down the food costing of food, of oh, what's yes. on your oh, plate. Oh, that's the Plating. one. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah, she was telling Chris. You was telling us about that. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, because yeah. people don't realize. Yes, right? five different chefs, five different instructors, and where the ingredients come from, why your plate costs what it costs. If you mm-hmm. wanted to have, have good food in it. Yeah, people think that it's like, oh my gosh, like how can I pay this? And it's like, well, if you want quality, like there's just, you know, no one's really getting rich on it. <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it's just what it costs for good food and, you know, just to, to pay your people. So, but, so how did you, how, okay, so from culinary school, how did you start, how did you open Chef Alyssa's, you know? Yeah, well, I, I really, I paid my dues working in restaurants and just started from the bottom, worked my way, you know, I was really loyal to every restaurant that I worked at. I would work there for a few years, um, you know, move on to another restaurant that kind of spoke to me. And I did all that in Charlotte. Just there was always new new places opening. So I got, you know, I started at Club at Longview. That was one of my first jobs with, uh, 
and and that was under um, Paul Verica. Yeah, and that's right. Yeah. yeah. And then I kept kind of going to different restaurants that were opening that were again like cool to me, and um, the I worked at Halcyon downtown yes. Charlotte under Mark Jacksina, and then I worked over. Um, and then they had me open their vegetarian restaurant. At the time, it was kind of vegetarian. And you sort of know this, Jason. Like, yeah. I think growing up, kind of being in uh, your family kept kosher and you're younger. So food is, wasn't that big of a deal to, like, eliminate stuff. So it's like, I'm feeling like vegetarian is what is good for me right now. And uh, I was great during that time to be able to, um, to work and open Fern, which was their sister restaurant. And then at, at that time, Andrew and I had met, and we just, something really sparked just as we talked about food, as we talked about the things we like to do, uh, and this little idea emerged um, mostly from Andrew, uh, primarily. It was like, I think you should teach cooking classes, and these events would be so cool, and he had that idea early on when we were dating, and I was like, okay, well... Like, that's a cool idea, but I have no idea what that would look like. So we just kept, it just kept brewing. And we finally got to a point where we were going to just go ahead and, and take a leap. Uh, we started investigating where we could do it, how we could do it, how much it was going to cost, how little we could spend to get it going, um, <laughs> but, but put everything into it. So uh, I spent, then, then this was in 2012, this idea kind of happened. Mm -hmm. So I was well into like my career as a chef and then just decided to break away from that restaurant scene. Yeah, so we just we just spent some time studying cooking classes across the country to develop our own style, what we thought would work best for us. And some of that ended up going where we started in Atherton Market, and we were extremely pop-up. We Every time we did a class, which was like one or two a month, we weren't <laughs> doing very many, we would have to move all the big old market tables that, that were there, if you remember them. So Alyssa and I would pick up our like heavy butcher's block John Boo's tables, move them from storage, which was in the back of the market behind the trolley, into the space, and just it would take us hours and hours to set up. It was just the two of us, and, uh, and, and that's kind of what led to the style um, and the structure of like how everything was set up with the, with the, with the six tables, with the, you know, the teacher, Alyssa's spot up front. I remember this because I remember going to Atherton around this time. That's when it was like, it had just started with the farmer's market on Saturday. And I just remember hearing about you guys just right at the beginning of all of this. And I feel like it, now from my perspective, it seems like it kind of picked up steam really fast. Now, I don't, is that, does that, is that true, or did it seem? Well, it was it, it was slow. It was pretty slow. It was slow yeah. in the beginning, <laughs> but once we did pick up steam, it's like it really everything clicked. It was that tipping point. Yeah, it felt it felt it, it took about two years for things to pick up. Mm -hmm. um, we were going back. You can look at the calendar. I have every single recipe in every class that Liz has ever done, all saved. And you know, you, you look at the calendar. All right, we're doing a couple of months. You know, we fill like six, eight people in a class, or invite friends to them, and then. Uh, it took a, it took a couple of years before, before we could do more than one a week, of of any type of any variety of class. Yeah, it was totally grassroots. It's just like people started to hear about it, tell this person, that person, and it. That's really how it started, and people got it. And now you're booked through. Like I saw that one of your things is booked through next summer. Is that is that the we, camp or? Um. Well, we we do have our camps. We have our we started doing kids classes about four years ago, um, and. 
summer camps, and then those have extended into kids' classes all throughout the year and now parent-child classes. But we have our classes on the calendar currently until, when is it, Andrew? Um, mid, mid to end of June. Mm-hmm. But we're, we'll release new classes. You know, we do them a bunch at a time. Everyone always asks us, why can't you do more classes? Well, well they're hard. If you come to a mm-hmm. class, you know how much effort and work it takes for Alyssa and our whole team to, to put everything on. All of the recipes are custom made by Alyssa. So it's not something that we can do every night. Um, physically and mentally, you know, she's planning 10 to 12 different menus right now for two, two to three months in the mm-hmm. future. And so it's, it, it's, it's, it's a lot to manage for that, but we just try to put as many on the calendar as we can. Yeah. And we're, we're adding, uh, other things that are be really great. Like we've got some, um, more pastry classes coming on. We brought on, um, like Ellen Duke is working with us and mm. she's, um, going to be running a lot of pastry classes. So, um, we're continuing to just like grow, our scope and how many different styles of things we add. We have done a beginner series that was, um, that now we're doing an intermediate series. So it's like, we're trying to continue to like help the people that come to come to us to grow as, as cooks. And and now that we're in our new space and we have two classrooms, we feel a little more ambition to try things that we wouldn't have tried a few years ago, where we can try more advanced classes, more specialty classes, because there's a balance of both rooms. And so we know there can be some some revenue from a business perspective, but but we can try a class that we might not think would have done as well a couple of years ago. But like, okay, well, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work, but we'll still be okay. You can still have the main class going on in one of the rooms mm-hmm. and then just kind of be more experimental. Yeah, it's fine. So, Andrew, what were you doing before you joined the Alyssa team, <laughs> Team Alyssa? Um, I, have a, I have a background in sort of that marketing communications events side. So I moved to Charlotte. I went to Elon moved to Charlotte to work for the Panthers. So I worked for the Panthers for a season in marketing and sales sponsorships and PR. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just kind of Bank of America, global sponsorship marketing, different marketing agencies. Um, and then I really found my passion um, to help start Living Social Adventures, which was a very short-lived uh, company um, from the big Living Social um, entity. And so we would plan really fun events um, like cooking classes and ice sculpting and like wine tour adventures and different things like that. And so that's, I really enjoyed sort of that, the people operations aspect of events and things like that. And so that's when Alyssa and I started talking about, about that side of it. And she, she was always in the back of the restaurant, you know, putting good food on the plate and I'm in the front of the restaurant and I get to see the reactions to the food that, that, that comes out and how people feel about it when you, when you mix in food and drink and experience and music and things like that. It's really the best combination. You've yeah. got, you know, the expertise in the kitchen and then the marketing angle. So how did you guys meet, though? This is what I want to know. Is this a Tinder situation? <laughs> Not quite. No, we met. Um, Not at all. <laughs> no. It's no. close. No, we, we, we met, met at Temple. No. Yeah. But, uh, that's closer. We met at um, a, a Jewish Federation event. So they had, you know, different holiday uh, festivities for whatever was going on. And this was uh, in the fall. It was a um, Rosh Hashanah event. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Yeah, on the rooftop of Whiskey Warehouse. <laughs> little honey. And, yeah. <laughs> little apples. Found your honey. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and, and the timing just worked, it writes out, itself. worked out perfectly. <laughs> yeah. Alyssa was about to open up Fern, and so she had some more flexibility and timing. I was about to start with Living Social, so I had another week before my job started, mm-hmm. and I was interested in the event, and I went there by myself on a whim. First time I've been to a Federation event. I've been in Charlotte for maybe three years from after I graduated, and Alyssa, of course, had been to a lot. 
and it just the timing worked out perfectly. And we're, that was all we needed, just that one <laughs> all you time. Yeah, one time. That lucky. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I also only went years. on one date before I met Vaughn. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Just tell us that. And then we got our sheet. No. Yeah, we met at a uh, All-American pub. Uh-huh. Because we're American. I don't know if you knew that. He said there's nothing more American, American than falling in love. Yeah. That's what he put on our wedding oh. website. But did you go to Federation events? No, I was never looking for a Jew. I was looking for the opposite. <laughs> but like, then, like any really pagan. But then we found out. I would out. go to the pagan events in town. I'm 11% <laughs> Jewish, actually. Even though I converted, I did my 23 yeah. and me. Wow. So that's meant to be. He tried to escape it, but he couldn't. <laughs> yeah, I was, she was like, I want to convert. I was like, why? Yeah, he didn't he like, I was not. like that. I was like the John Mulaney skit. Yeah. It's like, are you sure? <laughs> He's like, what do you know about this? <laughs> no, but it's worked out. It's worked out great. So when you were growing up, did you keep kosher? Uh, like when I was really young. And then. Like two things. I think, like I think it was separate. more like my parents just wanted to like instill these values. Like, oh, and, like, keeping very, kosher in Charlotte at the time was, I mean, it's difficult. still very difficult. Like, there's only one kosher restaurant. Yeah. Yes. It was very difficult. <laughs> yeah. I remember distinctly having separate dishes. Yeah. So you guys house. did the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I don't know how and when long you, it was when for. You went I'd have out. to ask my parents. They probably were like, oh, yeah, we did that for six months. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but it, it, I mean, like, but it was always, I mean, it, it was all the way through high school. I didn't eat. Pork or shellfish. Yeah, I was the same way. I was. It was more like okay, we were we would go out, we would dine, and it was easier easier to eat vegetarian. And then you know you just like whatever, uh, or you just kept those strict rules of not mixing and not eating pork and shellfish. Yeah, I think that was the mm-hmm. typical like people do. Like my grandma, she keeps kosher in the house, but when she goes out, like. Mm-hmm. There's literally only one restaurant to go to in Charlotte, so you're yeah. either gonna always eat at that one <laughs> restaurant, or you're gonna have to adapt. Yeah. So I think that's that's pretty typical. So when you would go out, what restaurants would you go to when you were growing up here? Oh my gosh, um, we went to Quincy's. Do you remember Quincy's? No. It was like ridiculous. Um, Where's where was that? Uh, Carmel Road. Um, like and like, where? Uh, like the Carmel Road Shopping Center. Oh, where like the Great Wall of China is and yeah. stuff? Uh, a little further before that, like off of 51 and across from the Charlotte Christian or or, or Charlotte Catholic. Across yeah. from Charlotte Catholic. Yeah, I know exactly where you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, it was in that area, I believe. What kind of food was Quincy's? Oh, it was like, you know, cheap American food, I think. I don't know. Rolls. They had these like honey glazed rolls. Oh. I, remember. oh, I don't know. I my family really was not. My family is not foodies, so it yeah. wasn't like okay. food Same was with part Mark. of our. They don't listen to this podcast. No. <laughs> they listen to one and they're like, I don't get it. They said, Why would anyone listen to that? Yeah, and they just... oh. <laughs> that's <laughs> literally what he saw. Not even joking. Bernard. All my what dad does is complain about luck, wait, the rest well, go I well. can't get smoked whitefish in Charlotte. So. Oh yeah, no. very Jewish yeah. like food. We need a nice Jewish deli. We, yeah. Mm-hmm. So did, were you vegetarian when you were working at Fern? Like, did you actually mm-hmm. go full, full on? I went full on vegan. vegan. I was vegetarian no. for years, and then I went vegan because I was like, well, this is easy. Everything I'm cooking is vegan. So it, was, wow. it wasn't hard, except for when Andrew and I would go out, and he was, like, such a good sport finding places that I could eat at. 
I had to be a, a good supporter boyfriend. Yeah. You guys ever go to Bean Vegan Cuisine? I've never been there. I've never been there. I'm <laughs> always no. so intrigued by it. Yeah. Just on Independence looking Actually, very no, shady. I did go there once. I did go there. Yeah. You just kind of blocked it out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she hasn't been back. That's all we have to say. Yeah. <laughs> so what about now? Do you eat bacon? Are you eating I eat meat? everything. You eat everything. I was never okay. against anything. It was just like, I don't eat that. I don't You're just like that. guilt tripped into it. It's like, you're going to... Jews don't even believe in hell, so it's like... But you just you, can't eat bacon, you know? You're just yeah. afraid of your mom. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. That sounds right. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good way to put it. So do your parents keep kosher when they go uh, out now? No, but they don't indulge on, on too many things that aren't, and, you know, they're just... They kind of eat pretty simple, so there's... It's not like they... You know. They say don't say no to things just for that reason. Yeah, yeah. I think it was really just to, like give us the values that they thought we should yeah. have. Well, and you guys all seem to have great values, so. <laughs> <laughs> and as for me, raised an atheist, it's, I think I would have been better off eating kosher. Oh, for sure. For 18 years. It, it would have helped a lot in a lot of ways. In a lot of ways. Um, <laughs> I just eat whatever I want. I never really thought about it. <laughs> yeah. So, you, yeah, your family didn't keep kosher? Mm-mm. Yeah. Um, so you're at Atherton, you're cooking away. What happens from, from that point? Because I know things really, when they, when they did blow up, you know, where did you guys, you know, you moved. So mm-hmm. what happened? Tell me about that. So we realized as our classes were filling that we couldn't keep up this effort of pulling all of our tables out and setting everything up a few times a week or once a week. So we, at that point, they decided to sort of reorient things, and we were able to carve out our own spot of about seven, eight hundred square feet um, to keep our tables, to keep our equipment. And we spent about two years doing that before. And were you working someplace else at the time? Or? Well, when we first started, we were, but about a year and a half in, we were able to go full time, would you say? Yeah, probably half? about then. And then. That time Alyssa's talking about when we moved to the corner of the market for that was when we were able to afford to actually bring on like a staff member. So mm-hmm. one to start. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is that person still with you too? Or? Uh, yeah. And actually, well, that person kind of left to go to uh, Charleston on an internship and spent some time there and is, has rejoined the team. That's awesome. So that's how you know how good it is. We, <laughs> we are so thankful and and it's great to have because we've always been a close knit. I mean, it's just been the two of us, but everybody who's been on our team has been like family, so it's it's nice to have that. Um, but we were we went full time into it, just the two of us, uh, after about a year and a half, and then we had this corner space in Atherton Market. Things were going well, but we kind of knew that we were pushing it and that we couldn't hold everything we wanted. We weren't able to do everything we really dreamed of doing, and eventually we'd have. The, the thought was in our minds. Like, what is it going to look like when we move and out of it? Go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say, that, and that's the greatest mystery. When you're building a business, there's no roadmap. And we're building a business of cooking classes, which didn't exist, exist in Charlotte at the time. It, it only exists sparingly in large cities that are successful. And so there, there was no roadmap to figure out what's the next step, what's going to make us successful when we move. There was changes going on around Atherton. We thought we could stay there, but... Of course, the, the price point of South End is going through the roof, just like the whole area as well. So you know, it was trying to figure out what we can do to continue our business because we didn't want to stop. We, we wanted to keep going. And so 
it, it, it was challenging to figure out, all right, we have to learn a little bit about commercial real estate, figure out what our next step of our business plan is going to look like because we've already exceeded the expectations we started out with a few, a few, a few years prior. Other than small. I mean, really, like now they, and now it's all being well, now it's gone. torn down. For, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, but at that, even at, you know, at that point, yeah, before was, they did that, yeah, it wasn't that it's big. not a big space. And you guys had prepared foods then as well, as well like jams and um, We started things. our condiment line, mm-hmm. yeah. and, and that was started getting, getting out That's into That's probably the coolest retail. sentence ever said on this podcast. We started our, our condiment, condiment line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We talked about branded condom tins last week, but now we have a condiment line. So it's yeah. similar. I prefer condiments. You could put um, condiments in condom tins. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I, wow. Okay. You can take that idea. Yeah. <laughs> you can run with it. So what was more like at that point, like were you, was the condiment line like as big as the cooking class, like as far as revenue, or was it always the, like the cooking classes were the bread and butter? Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's always been the cooking classes. The condiments, you know, if we were able to devote more of our time or even able to hire someone to do that, there's so much potential with them because the condiments that we make are fantastic. And we have two more coming out um, hopefully, oh. hopefully later this year. Great oh, news. are we going to break some news on this podcast? <laughs> what Sweeter what are they? Yeah. yeah. Can we tell? Um, can describe we have, them also. Yeah, we have... So right now we have a smoked chili rosemary mustard. We have a oh my champagne God. tomato jam. Yes. Why have we not had this mustard? Had them yet? I have no. Them. Okay, very, very good. You're gonna get some soon. But we have um, we have those, and we're gonna do a spicy version of the mustard. Except oh. it won't be like horseradish spicy. It's gonna be like actually like real heat like chilies. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. More more amp up the chili, and then we have um, a red pepper ginger sauce that's gonna be added. That sounds that something amazing. That's, this is the best news I've heard today. <laughs> well, I just think that's such a great thing because, like, it's such a good price point for a gift. Like, I love doing, mm-hmm. like, you know, fancy local condiments. Like, that's, yeah, like, such a good That's a good, good Charlotte thing. gift. Like, great yeah, Charlotte people gift. people come, like, to visit, like, I just feel like that's such a good thing to take <laughs> yeah. back. Well, and the hope in all these condiments is they remain in your pantry, in your fridge, and they make it easier to cook at home when you're yes. tired from work, you've had, you've had a long day, you're, just, you're kind of pulling what, 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 you, what you have out of your fridge, and you're like, okay, I can put something together, whatever, whatever I have with one of these condiments. How to make a chicken breast taste like Chef Alyssa helped. Yeah, it's so easy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's, that's awesome. why I made him. And when people ask me, like, what does food look like for you? What does dinner look like at home? Or can you teach me really easy recipes? I want to... I want things to be easy for people, but I also want them to like have the skills to make a more difficult recipe easier. And that's what I'm here for. But this is what dinner looks like at our house. It's like the mustard on a, you know, and, and on a roast or something. Yeah. Like protein with like mm -hmm. some really good flavors. And that's really all you need. Uh huh. Okay. So you started looking around for real estate when you were expanding and how, how was that difficult? Like, it was, it was, yeah. we, we looked for a while. We got a substantial amount of no's. Um, it was scary from, at that point. From different property owners and. Just because they don't want you to turn it into a kitchen, like the zoning and like the requirements for that? Well, or how does that work? They did, it would have been tremendous because there were a lot of buildings that did not, I mean, we already did a big upfit, but, uh, you know, you have to like really establish a better structure in some of these um, older buildings that weren't in as good shape as where we are now and what that took. But. 
a lot of the owners were holding out for a really big buyout, like a lot of places have gotten in in South End. Okay. So they didn't want to give you good lease terms. And then mm. other owners, they just didn't understand anything about our business. Mm. They were looking for easy retail or a restaurant or a bar. They're like cooking classes, like, and you want to do catering and all these things. They it's didn't like not an understand. easy, like it's not in a box for them. Yeah. Like, how does this make money? And they just say, <laughs> they were like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we, we sat there like, what? are we going to do? I mean, it, there was a point where we thought, like, if, if we can't continue this, what is this, what is this going to look like? And then we just, we just kept our head down and said, like, no, that's not going to happen. And, and, and it was just us. Like, we, we didn't have all this, like, restaurant experience. We weren't, you know, these huge restaurant tours. We, we didn't have investors. And, you know, it was just us kind of bootstrapping the whole thing and, you know, just taking any help that we can get to figure out what we're going to do and how we're going to do it. And one of our very good friends was our uh, broker, and he was just helped us so much throughout the whole thing. Like, from day one, he was like, we're going to help you, I'm going to help you find a spot, no matter, like, what it takes. And um, he, he, he represented us and um, was, was a big part in, like, everything we had to do to, to figure out, like, yeah, the, the whole <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, was the clock ticking on Atherton at this time? Like, did you know they were going to tear it down? And so it was like you had to move or were you guys just wanting to move well, because of the space? They were very good to us and they gave us a home I- inside the space with uh, Luna's Living Kitchen, like right behind that. Oh. Um, so they, the, the developers, Edens, were like very good to us and wanted us to stay there. The timeline didn't quite match up with their plans for how to develop how because they're still under construction yeah so yeah that would have taken a lot longer for us to build out a space within there but the clock was ticking I think as far as our customer base Mm -hmm. like people who had you know wanted more they were requesting more classes they were requesting more events for their kids and so we felt we were dying just to to do more and we and if we stayed and waited for the construction to go we would have been doing that for you know for all last year, you know the rest of this year, and just waiting to do that, and, and we we couldn't wait any longer. Time is money, baby. That's right. <laughs> you got all these people banging down your door for classes. Give the people what they yeah. want. Well, and, 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 and we wanted more for ourselves and for mm-hmm. the business as well. So you know, we, we just we started parent child and parenting classes last week, and and then for Alyssa, that you know, we helped create the opportunity for her to put food on a plate again. That she's not just teaching you a recipe; she's making food that you can. Eat at home. Eat eat at brunch. Yeah. Well, so I wonder if we up, could do one of those classes, like to see if we want to have a kid. Yeah, like, like it's can like, we, like a little rent test. A teen? <laughs> no, no, yeah, no, I know a hundred percent. I don't want to have a teenager. God, yeah, well, why you'd want to? Well, cook they'll they'll be going to boarding school, but I'm thinking like when they're really little. <laughs> yeah, you know? for sure. I wouldn't mind cooking with my little kid when they're still adorable. Yeah. How do you have to tell? What's that like? The parent teen classes? Are they like God, mom? <laughs> Fuck you, mom. <laughs> Make my own. I hate cooking. Roast. And the mom's like, it's gonna be so fun. Yeah, uh, this hasn't been. Um, it's too I mean, new. Yeah, it is too new. I haven't really gotten a gauge. Yeah. Um. So far, I think the people that are that are coming and that are signing up are the ones that already have that good relationship. Yeah, yeah. like they're not like <laughs> trying to make it yeah, happen. It's like, already let's there. Let's find another mommy daughter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're the ones that are already cooking, already asking their parents how to cook more. Yeah, they have like yeah. a real leave it to beaver. Like, I love you, mom. Let's make dinner. <laughs> <laughs> and then the parents were like, I really need some skills in order to cook with them at home. So I'm coming. Because <laughs> the kids awesome. are probably better because kids are so like, they grow up into food now, which mm-hmm. is like so different. But Yeah. So you found your space over by, it's over by Old Mac, right? 
Yeah, it's in Bowers. Yeah, it's so beautiful. Like yeah. you have a very beautiful space. So Jason's been because mm-hmm. he went big to windows, like an awesome like where they do all the cooking classes. Yeah. So how did it's you really see cool. your broker? Just tell me how did you guys just you found it? It was just a miracle. So we were actually we actually got connected to the space uh, through the developers that that did that. Um, they're uh, White Point partners who are doing Tompkins Hall. Oh, or Optimist Hall. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Optimist yeah. Hall. Yeah. Now it's Optimist yeah, so Hall. Yes. So initially we had looked at Optimist Hall um, way in the beginning stages. Okay. Um, we were one of the first people in there, and we knew that timing wasn't working out for us as well as the space provided. But this was another property that those guys had, and so we just kind of kept in touch. You know. Um, each of us back and forth until, you know, until the right thing came along and it happened to be this. As That's soon as awesome. we walked into it, we were like, this is what we want. There was, there was a huge patio where yeah. we, we really wanted to grow our grilling classes and our outdoor stuff. And um, the view is beautiful. You can see the skyline from oh the my patio. Gosh. And it was a huge space that we could take what we wanted out of it. And it was a really good condition. And, and it's even hard to see the vision because we knew like it had good bones, you know, like mm-hmm. it had a nice, you know, it, it had a nice brick. It had the good, it had the high ceilings, but they call it a cold dark shell because it's nothing. It's just four walls and concrete and some cinder block. Mm-hmm. And so from there it was, it, for me, it was hard. It was hard to envision, but that's why we hired a good, really good architect. And Alyssa is a great designer as well. How long did that take from when you bought it to when it was ready? Um, well, we didn't buy it. We, oh, <laughs> renting it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when I still have to teach her some things about <laughs> about yeah business. the terms. Yeah, well, yeah. We, were, we were a few million dollars short. On that deal. <laughs> Multiple million. <laughs> but one day, yeah. yeah. So minus all of the time that we looked prior to finding the Bowers location, we signed the lease uh, in August two. 2017 and then we were in August 2018. Okay. So a year of designing and then about a three months of uh, of three month build out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did that seem really long? I think that's pretty short, right? And like, well, it, 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 it was a little bit longer than three. Short. Well, yeah, it might have been a bit, a little bit longer. I, I can't say a flat three months, but, uh, but, but not, it may be four, but. Anyway. Yeah, our, our construction team did a great job, but there's just so many things that can hold hold it hold things up for weeks at a, at any point with inspections and things like that. It's it's a complicated thing, and anyone who's ever built out a commercial space, you, know, yeah. you, you learn a lot and you get frustrated all at the same time. You needed my mom; she would have handled it. Oh, yeah. you would have spent three million dollars more on the build out, but <laughs> <laughs> she would have terrorized everyone in there. <laughs> it would have worked out. Well, I have to tell you a story about, so we were, had our team meeting this week and we're, we're trying to figure out something to do with our team after tax season. We talked about Top Golf and going to Tiger World and some other things. And this, one of my coworkers, Elaine, was like, let me tell you about this cooking class that I heard about. Like, it sounds so amazing. Chef Alyssa's awesome. I was like, Chef Alyssa? I know Chef Alyssa. <laughs> I was like, we should do that. So that's yeah, a great Elaine. team building. Yeah. 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 And I was like, I mean, this is someone from Rock Hill. Uh-huh. So I mean she came this and is they don't the like boonies. to go down. No, to they Charlotte. don't know. Charlotte, no, that's, <laughs> that's that far. might as well be New York City. <laughs> <laughs> so, so do you know companies who have done that before? That's a oh, great yeah, idea. That's yeah, about, that's a huge thing. And it's mm-hmm. I actually did it. So I in San Francisco I did something, it was a cooking competition. It was so much fun. Like mm-hmm. There was four different teams and each of them had a dish and they voted on it. And our team didn't win and that was a travesty. And I still <laughs> would like to, I'd like to see the counting. I'd like to mm-hmm. do a, a audit of the account <laughs> to see who won. But 
yeah, I mean, that was, I, when I first did, I was like, I don't fucking, I, I pay. I paid to eat. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to cook. Like but to do it, the work. But it was so, like, it's such a good team building activity. So much fun. Like, mm-hmm. we, like, just getting in there, doing everything, like, little competition. Well, depending on how many people your, your team has, we do an event like that called the Chop Challenge, oh. where it's teams of four or five, six people on a team. You have to make two dishes. Yeah, that's um, in, oh, those we're two different rounds that. of thirty minutes each, and you get like a basket with the ingredients. Yeah. Oh my god, Whoa. we're definitely Mystery basket. We've got like twenty five. That's actually the it starts at twenty five. So so like, is that yeah. only is that for you have to get your own people for that, or if you just are you like two people and you want to do that, will you put them in a group? No, we we don't host them as public sign up mm-hmm. classes. It's all for groups. So, so like we have, have a, our cooking class capacity is like twenty four. So we have these other event styles that are able will allow us to accommodate some larger groups. And that's kind of how this started. But we have some groups that sign up with 20 people from their office or, you know, they just really want to do this event. So probably about half of our, our business is like a lot of private events for cook as far as cooking classes. That's awesome. So we team buildings, we team have, building, we have friends that parties. come out together. Yeah. So we don't have friends. Got, so, if you no. got 20, <laughs> that's not gonna happen. Friends. Twenty friends. Twenty. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you can do a poll I don't from have, the podcast, <laughs> and we'll get. Yeah. Started. Yeah. yeah now that we could do. Pancake. Yeah. Who wants oh, to come and pancake class? <laughs> I love that idea, especially for a young. You could teach guy and pancakes. People don't know what Italian pancakes are. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, we could do that. That could be part of the. Magic. You so, can get rice flour, and you can. Yeah, I know. People are always like, I saw a sky in pancake. Do you know that's really a thing? It's like the funniest <laughs> message we get. Um, so tell me more. Yeah, it's like, oh wow. Um, but so, when did you guys know that you were going to do brunch in this? Yeah, space? I want to talk about the brunches. Like, Your brunch, brunch is so blew good. Up. <laughs> I wish it were be to could be more days. Yeah, I know. We it's just I mean, we Saturday. More days. Yeah. It's right? just Saturdays. Okay. Um, you probably want to rest. Did you do it because yeah. you didn't yeah. want to go to Temple and you did it <laughs> for that time? Sorry, Mom and Dad, I can never go to Temple. <laughs> yeah, I'm always going to be here. I'm just going to make the, the lox and bagels for you to come and have after yeah, Temple. Which yes. is delicious. Well, that's the most important part, mm-hmm. really, if we're being honest. But. Um, we So as we were figuring out what kind of other business lines we were going to add to this space because we were going to have a commercial kitchen, uh, you know, went through different phases, went through different ideas, and... Above all else, like Andrew and I love brunch. I mean, we just love yeah. brunch food. Um, at, and I spent a lot of time working um, on the Saturday morning uh, broadcast on WCNC. NBC. NBC. Yeah. So there, um, I would do that morning show. And I thought. And you twice, still do it every week, right? Well, I've pulled back a bit with having brunch uh, yeah. now on, at our place on but Saturdays. But you did it every Saturday for almost three years. Yeah. yeah so oh my I would. Goodness. And the, the yeah. theme I always took was brunch food because I felt like if you're up watching at you know nine something on a Saturday, I'm gonna give you a breakfast or brunch idea. That's and that what's on your mind. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's I think that's what people are gonna crave if they're watching. So I tried out lots of different recipes and there were things that we really stuck with it. We really, really liked and they're on the menu now. So we just that kind of got the idea going of we could do a one day a week. We don't do cla- we don't run adult cooking classes on Saturdays. We never have. Um, maybe that'll change one day, but we never have because we did need a day to rest. But we decided. Lord's Day, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but overall, I would say it was a last minute ad. We didn't set out at all with the idea of we're going to do a brunch. It was as we were kind of marinating things. We're like, 
why not? We like it. We this is what we crave when we on Saturdays when we, we want to have an active day, where if you want to exercise in the morning, um, have have a good brunch, have a drink, and so. But or easy, if you don't want to exercise, <laughs> or not exercise, I like to exercise before my brunch. <laughs> but but yeah. but but no reservations. Just easy, casual mm-hmm. counter service. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you you have these tacos, pancake tacos. The pancake That's tacos. What I was say. Oh dear lord. I yes. mean, that Everything. picture is like, I mean, like, because I haven't been to the brunch yet, but yeah, I mean, like, that, that picture just it kills every time anyone posts it. <laughs> yeah, that, what else did I have that was, I mean, well, I had, Swanson, so, so funny. here's my thing, when I go to these events, and you had it, like, you had a, you had a table just to take pictures. Mm, so smart. So I hung out around there, <laughs> and once everyone was done with their pictures, I just kind of ate a little bit of everything, which was no, awesome. It's, um, it's good to be there I, on photo shoot day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know who I was hanging out with. One of your friends, um, Alex. Yeah, Alex. Yeah, was Alex. The photos. Really cool dude. Mm-hmm. We just hung out and we're like, "Oh yeah, we'll try this now." Uh-huh. And everything, uh, I should have prepared. There's something else. That, I mean, everything was really good. Mm-hmm. But oh, the uh, the, ha- the hash. Yeah, the hash. Uh huh. Probably the modern. The modern hash. southern. Yeah, did it have that was. Sprouts in it. Um. Yeah, I think so. Honestly, everything was so good. Your French toast was good. Oh, the muffin! I got to try that. Yeah, yeah I brought the back the muffin. muffin. Uh-huh. The blueberry Love molasses that. muffin. Like, yeah, and and you know what I like about it? Like you said, it's casual. So you go like the other brunch places in town. They're so crowded. It's such a pain in the ass to go. Mm. I almost dread brunch because of that because I feel like literally and there aren't that many places. Yeah, so we need more brunch. You places. go, yeah, you go to <laughs> Chef Alyssa's. You just go up to the counter. You say. This is what I want. They bring it out. It's such a large space that like mm-hmm. you can chill out. There, no one's rushing you there. Yeah, we, we turn the into all the the whole cooking space, the cooking tables that you would cook at for a class the day before. There are stools there now. It's now it's a four top. Uh, oh wow! Mm-hmm. Seat. Yeah, we yeah. get a lot of families. People, I, I love that people come in and then they bring their parents that are visiting, and it's just yeah, I, I love awesome. that it gets to be family oriented. So when do you rest now? I'm like trying to work this out in my head. <laughs> we, we, we try to plan a little bit strategically. So we have like a, a day a week that we're not there for classes. I mean, you know, you're, we're, in, we're in business for ourselves. So it pretty much is work all the time. It's, it's kind of 24-7. Yeah. Like if you get an email or something at night, yeah. you're going to yeah. answer it. But when we can get a little night off, I mean, that's, you know, we don't, we don't really work half Saturdays, Sundays off. Um, How many people are on your team now? Uh, including us, we have six full-time employees and a lot of part-time people in different capacities. You know, mm-hmm. a, a, a chef instructor that teaches you know four classes a week, you know, about twenty-five thirty hours, um, and then maybe four or five other assistants that work anywhere between one and three or four days a week. Nice. Mm-hmm. So you're not the only one instructing now, which must be yeah. a big relief to it, you. <laughs> yeah, all of our most of our private events are run by a great uh, team of other chefs. We have like two other chefs that that are fantastic, and they're uh, they're running most of those. So what's the biggest like? Because obviously you went to culinary school, you probably didn't learn how to run a business there. <laughs> I'm guessing. I mean, I don't know. They should uh, have that in. But <laughs> but yeah, what was what was the hardest thing transitioning from? the back of the house to, I mean, you're still there, but mm-hmm. running, you know, starting your own business and not in a traditional restaurant, you know, you're, you're running kind of a special little thing. Yeah. A lot of it. Well, again, I, I, 
I feel that it's our partnership that has made everything so successful. Um, you know, Andrew thinks of everything. Uh, he's always three steps ahead. I mean, he's always thinking about uh, what we can do, and 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 uh, he's worn a lot of a lot more hats than I have. He's done a good job of saying, "Well, you're designing the the programs and the food and all of that, and managing staff." Um, so those were more things I was used to. But sometimes it's implementing the procedures and trying to standardize things a little bit. Uh, training people because there's nobody to do that for you, so you have to figure out the best way. Um, so I guess the biggest challenge uh, is also just—I mean, I'm learning a lot. I have learned a lot from Andrew, so I am more of a business owner. Or I mean, I am a business <laughs> owner um, aside from just chef. But I guess it's just been a learning process every step of the way. Like, okay, we have to file this. How do we do that? And uh, setting up just correspondence with people, things like that. I used to be very bad at emails for years. Like I did catering a lot. I used to not be, I used to be terrible at emails. And now as soon as something comes in, I'm like back, I'm on it. Yeah, so we try to answer just it. just training. Unless training it comes over the weekend, we'll answer every email within the, within a day or mm -hmm. so. But yeah, if owning a business was simple as doing your thing, people buy the thing and that's it, um, it, it would be a lot easier. But Everyone would do it. Yeah, <laughs> there's, there, there, there's so many more expenses and other things that go into just every day that, mm -hmm. uh, that, that are certainly challenging. And especially as we've grown, it was a little bit easier for me initially, but as you add more LOBs, more lines of businesses, um, you know, just, just looking at the P&Ls and figuring out what the expenses are and what the revenues are and where you're succeeding, where you're lacking. And so it's, it's certainly more challenging as we've grown at the same time having more, as Lissa mentioned, having more staff and having more people um, that that we're taking care of and, we want, and we're trying to bring up and raise and, and train in the right way so they can continue the same enthusiasm and mantra that, that we have that we started with. You're like role models for all your <laughs> employees now. Do you guys do training videos? You guys should do funny training videos. <laughs> Jason is also open. To, yeah. He's for hire to do training yeah. That videos. would be awesome. He'll like yeah. cut off his finger with a knife. Yeah. Like, Oops. <laughs> My bad. And then I'll come stay on and be like, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> How to stay positive. In the yeah. 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 <laughs> it's okay. He don't put your finger. hand on the inside the stove. What? Yeah. <laughs> inside the stove. That's how much cooking he does. Yeah. Inside the stove. Don't put don't. it inside there. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> Don't touch that stove. That so. would be great. I would, I would love to do that. We should yeah. for sure do that. Uh -huh. So one of that could be a new lob for us. I know. I learned. We a need lot. some lobs. I learned a lot of acronyms in the last five minutes. <laughs> Dying pancake is what we like to call in the tax business a uh, tax write off. Mm -hmm. It's a it's, it's a money a, losing. Yeah, sure. it offsets some of the other income we made. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so one of Jason's favorite questions, and I'm going to steal it. Good. <laughs> is he likes to know, so we're, we're really on this um, bad Yelp review kick. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if you guys are on Yelp, but of course, one of the things about being a business owner is like, do you guys ever get like real... What's the worst thing? This I didn't look offs? at it. I didn't. <laughs> I normally read one yeah. and we'll yeah. talk about it, but yeah. I figured you guys didn't have too much, but I guess you're open for brunch, so you'll have some yeah. people who will come in there and write some weird shit. Well, yeah. I would say with... There aren't a, there aren't many bad reviews for cooking classes, but yeah. it's, it's, we'll get a four a four stars. But the critiques that come in are, ve are very interesting, and so so much of what we do is expectations management. Mm. And so we we'll yeah. even send surveys out, and someone will say, "I 
Um, you know, I, I, I wish I was instructed that I could look at the, the TV screens to see what Chef Alyssa was doing. Like, <laughs> did we have to say that? Yeah. Or I wish that my table mates washed their hands more. Like, okay, well, like, you're, you are adults. Like, yeah. we, also, we also tell everyone to wash their hands several times. You can't, like, go over there and put their hands in the water, you know? Yeah, yeah we can only do so much. I, I think the most difficult is when people, they come on a date and a date sucks. A husband and wife, it's a good day. But as much as we tell them, you're working at, at, with, with a four top with two other people, whether they're there together or they're there on their own. And we say that so many times it's in so many places. Everywhere. And because we get this, we have to manage the expectations. They say like they want to be alone with their partner. They yes. wish that they could have produced the menu, made everything, just the two of them. And my <laughs> response is, well, you would not the class would be double the price. Right. And yeah. you would make one thing. You would make, yeah. So there's, there's just no, you know, anybody yeah. who's made three to four recipes in a class, in, in a, you know, in a two hour time span, that takes a lot of work. I was going to say that would take, like you'd be there like for <laughs> yeah. four hours. Too. Yeah. It's not so, a private cooking classes for the two of you. Right. Yeah. 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 There are private cooking classes, but that's not what this is. Right. Well, also I feel like yeah. if you sign up for something like this, like, I think it's kind of, that's the fun of it to not mm-hmm. be just with your partner, right? Like that's sort of like what gets the conversation going. Cause then yeah. you get in the car and you're like, oh my God, those idiots. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad I'm married to you. Oh my God. Right? That really brings the yeah. romance. Yeah. yeah. Well, 95% of people who come to a class are all of this great. Very like-minded. You know, yeah. They're very yes. like-minded. Yes. They're, in, they're enthusiastic. They're there to have a good time and they, I would say, oh, just about everybody gets along at the tables that they're with. It's and ages are across good... the board too, which is okay. very fun. Mm-hmm. But then you get those one that one. Yeah, there's always <laughs> there's other there's people always there. Yeah. <laughs> the 20% of people who are just, mm-hmm. you know, you could yeah you could give them everything and they'd be like, I want more. I think there's just always <laughs> that element with every business mm-hmm. out there that you know they they're not really thinking through what it takes to. Yeah, do well, what they do. Exactly. They don't understand like how hard it is to run a business. Like last night I was at a restaurant and this lady was complaining because they didn't have cranberry juice. And I was like, well, they make all their juices in house and um, it's hard to make cranberry and juice. And it's not cranberry juice <laughs> yeah. anymore. And if we made it, you probably wouldn't yeah. like it. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. so like, it wouldn't be you like know, just think. You know, ocean spray. Yeah. yeah, ocean spray. Yeah, exactly. It's not yeah. what you'd be expecting. It's like just... I know. So yeah. have you ever had a disaster where someone did cut their finger Oh, yeah. Off? What's the biggest yeah. thing that's happened? Oh, my God. Yes. Blood? Has there been an ambulance? Well. Deaths. How many deaths do we have? <laughs> um, Just we, one. We've had a wine opener incident where someone someone had to get stitches for slipping on while opening a bottle of wine. It's hard to open mm-hmm. a bottle of wine. Yeah. That's and why if you're not used to the offs. opener, it is, it is a hard, hard thing, but... How embarrassing for that person. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've had a, we had someone come to a, a private class um, with the group, and he, in, in his previous career, he had gone to culinary school, and so maybe he was being a little more ambitious mm. and trying to show well, off a little bit. To, be a little to cocky. Yeah, yeah, and so, <laughs> so right away, right off the first bat. First five minutes of him cooking, he slipped and did something and cut himself. Oh, like God. badly? Or? Badly to where we had to ha- call, like an you know, the had to call and have an EMT or somebody come in and bandage him up and tie his fingers because we're like, together. okay, I think this is beyond our first aid kit. Yeah. Yeah. So Your fingers gauze, over but, there, that's yeah. not good. And then he, he took an Uber home and that was it. He had to leave the class. Yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, there's lots of casualties that happen in the kitchen, and I think 
Um, you always think your partners because you're always, uh, you know, if you're in the kitchen, things are fast paced, you burn yourself, you cut yourself. Everybody has a story about that. So oh, it's yeah. just, but it, it, it very minimal. It, it happens like, no, it barely happens. Not in as classes. much as you would think. No, for how often skip. I cut myself at home <laughs> cooking. I think I, I think I think we have one thing of Harris Teeter band-aids we bought like a couple years ago that we're still going through. No, we've <laughs> so replaced good. them because there is an expiration on that. <laughs> <laughs> we replace them. We take care of our first aid kit. You're not walking into like, you know, from 1992. These yeah. band-aids. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> These, the package won't open. Why Bill Clinton for president? Yeah. What, what was happening? That's weird. Um, <laughs> We should do a cooking class, Jason. We're going to, yeah. our office is going to do it. Okay, so. I got to reach out to Andrew. It's a night that you're off work. Are you, are you cooking, Andrew? Are you cooking, Alyssa? Are you guys going out to dinner? Yeah, what's, what's happening? What's happening, what's happening in, in the home? household? <laughs> <laughs> um, it depends. We go out a fair amount, but mostly I would say daytime stuff. Like we love going out to lunch, going out to brunch. Um, at night, we try to cook really simple. Like we're going to, we're going to go home after this and we have like a, pack of Windy Hill ground meat. We're going to put some burgers on and we have vegetables that we picked up yesterday from uh, Bush and Vine when we were out there picking up strawberries. Oh, oh and nice. Yeah. We're gonna, and Vine. yeah. So we're going to do some vegetables. We went all the way to York. So, wow. Yeah, so, all the way there. Yeah, that's a long drive. Mm-hmm. So where do you guys go? Did when you, you have their peach ice cream? We had the strawberry. It's yeah. strawberry now. Yeah, I love, oh, I love yeah. it. Oh, yeah. So, so good. Strawberry swirl was amazing in like 75 sitting outside. I know. Yeah. It was so warm uh-huh. yesterday. So if you're going lunch or brunch, where do you go? If you're obviously, you know, of um, course, Chef Alyssa's brunch is number one. Yeah. <laughs> but if, but if it's not there, Saturday. But if it's not Saturday yeah. or you'd want to get out, of, you know. <laughs> um, we like, we've like, we like all the stuff in Belmont. We like mm. um, Sweet Lou's and, and, and um, Siggy's. 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 Oh. Yes, that we've been there um, several times. Good Israeli Both lady. Both of those places. Yes. Have you talked with Sidi? I haven't. Um, you need to talk with her. Oh, she's there. She was the back. She's there. always there. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's uh, she's she's, a, she's so an Israeli sweet. tough yeah. Israeli lady. Mm-hmm. And the, her food, all of oh, it. So yeah. good. So good. I know. I haven't been because Sweet Lou's Barbecue. They have like a uh, brisket burrito. burrito. Mm-hmm. Bre- and have you guys had that? Not yet. That's like my dream. Yeah, like it is have. good over there. They got some good stuff happening. Yeah, is really that where good. you guys are? You guys in that part of town, or are you guys? Yeah, we're what's not your exact far? address? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just, we're, we're all gonna stalk you anyway. We'll find out. We live in the like Midtown Elizabeth, Elizabeth area. area. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, you're right. close so, to us. I mean, we're close to us. yeah. We walk to a lot of places. We walk down to Earls a lot, and. Um, yeah, I know we don't go to we don't go to like Earls or Custom Shop or like those places enough. It's kind of like Earls is damn good. Earls is really good. I don't know why I don't go there that much. Yeah, yeah. and Custom Shop. Yeah, um, we haven't been there in a little while, but uh, but Stagione's nearby. And oh yeah, very good. Okay, yeah. all right. And then if you're cooking, grilling a lot, mm-hmm. if if the weather's nice. Yeah, yeah. We'll grill, roast. Try to make it easy. It's very simple food. Not that my knife skills are improved. I feel help more helpful than I. <laughs> so has she like taught it. you a lot? A lot of osmosis, and she has taught me a lot yeah, as well. Yeah. What's what, what was like the biggest aha moment, like from someone who, I don't know, were you a big cook before? No, very much not. So what, <laughs> what's like the what's like an easy thing that someone like myself who, literally, I know how to press the buttons on a microwave. <laughs> Um, well, I think it came from grilling and trying to figure out the temperature of the meat just mm. by touching it. Oh. So have you seen have you, you know this trick? I'm, I'm holding no. it in my hand. Oh, no, yeah. he's holding so up his like, hand. Yeah, is, so, so when yeah. you, you touch your um, your index finger to your thumb, it's uh, it's tight. 
um, or, or sorry, it's loose versus your pinky where it's tight. So it's a it's a rare to well done as you kind of go through your fingers. The oh. meatiness of your thumb. And his thumb is very meaty. Wow. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. It's medium <laughs> yeah. rare right now. <laughs> that's okay. That's, that's pretty cool. That's good. Yeah, so between that and, and, and the ability to hold my opposite hand as I was cutting something and not fe- feel that I would cut my fingertips off by t- tucking them back yeah, a little bit. Yeah, tuck them in. Just, oh. just simple things and cutting on a oh. flat surface. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I can do this. Cutting, that is like the hardest part, though. Recently, I've given up on garlic. It was like, I, I know it's not as good when it's in the jar, but yeah. I, you know, I was like, it was keeping me from cooking because I know that all good cooking needs onions and garlic and I'll cut the onion, but the garlic, I draw the line. I'll show you my garlic trick. Okay. Oh. Is it smashing yeah. with the knife? Garlic? No, it's not. It's opposite. Okay. Oh. Yeah. It's where you find the rougher end okay. of the garlic where you pull, where you've pulled it off of the bowl and you place that toward your knife and uh-huh. you slice, yes. you slice, but not like a big motion, like you're going to cut all the way through it, but mm-hmm. you cut till you kind of get close to the cutting board and then you pull the garlic clove away from the knife and it will leave, it'll automatically peel off a part of the peel. Oh my god! And gosh. then you can just sort of like crease it in your fingers and get the rest off. Because when you smash it, it gets really sticky. And it's like hard to like, yeah, like I get the idea of that, but like, mm-hmm. and then it's all everywhere. Wow. It's really just to like, you know, to ease off the the peel. And if you can try to do that, without smashing it or bruising the garlic too much, it'll taste so much better when you cook with it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I feel like that's something I need to see, but like it's, mm-hmm. I kind of get it. That's yeah. amazing. I know you would never use jarred garlic. That's like such a culinary I use sin, it for, sin, I it? use it for, um, for, for, well, more, most restaurants do get in pre-peeled garlic because the amount of garlic that they go through. It's just a time consuming. Um, yeah. It is. But uh, in classes, you know, we're peeling all of it. I will use it for roasted garlic. So okay. yeah, that's yeah, yeah. the best way to just like put it in oil and roast it and get it nice and soft and delicious. I love that. I can just eat it's beautiful. the clove <laughs> just straight up. Mm. Okay, so we have a recurring segment every oh, week. we do. Would you like to tell them? No, you tell them. Okay, it's the best thing you ate this week. Or drank. It could or be a drank. beverage. And we, or maybe cooked. What we yeah, it could be something you cooked at home. I know this is always my struggle too. I, it's a recurring segment, but trust me, you're not alone. I have no idea what I'm going to say. <laughs> Jason always knows, though. He's always well, ready to roll. It's the one thing we repeat every week, so I plan. I know. You're such a planner. I'm a planner. <laughs> I go through P&Ls like Andrew. That's all we do. Yeah, P&Ls, man. And let me tell you a big expense, Yvonne. Am I? Large expense. No. Yeah. Me? Yeah. What about Ollie? Ollie's a large expense, so you can't write off Ollie either. That's a bad oh, thing. Me and Ollie. I wish I could deduct Ollie <laughs> as a dependent. That would be great. Still working on it. We're, yeah. I'm going to get him a social security number later. Yeah. Um, the best thing I had, okay, I went to a, an old Charlotte institution this week. I was driving home at like 10 p.m., and I was like, I want wings. Where should I go? And I went to D.D. Peckers. Oh, yeah. Have you been there? It's in Matthews. It's I've been around been. a long time. I it, did, it gets voted best wings It's always been the wings. I haven't, I haven't never oh. had it. Yeah, huh. very good. Okay. Very good. Like, it's like in a strip mall. Like, it almost looks like a strip club because the windows are like tinted. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like Bane Bane Burger. You know how you go in there and it's like it's tinted. You're like, what's <laughs> happening here? Uh, it was exactly like that. Um, so good. It was like less than 10 bucks, mm-hmm. bunch of weens. I'm a boneless ween man. I know. I'm, it's not good. But, I know. I don't know why he likes But boneless. they have, um, oh, what did they have? They do like a honey mustard or like a mustard. Um, a hot mustard kind of thing the for sauce the sauce. Good. They have a bunch of different sauces, but the, uh, I think it's like gold 
hot gold is what it's called. Mm. I love okay. a good spicy Now mustard. you've got wings in our heads, so we'll have to go and try it. Soon. I yeah. love wings. If you ever want to go, we're mm. down. Okay. Not and by wings. we, I mean me. <laughs> no, I'm down. Yeah, I can always eat chicken wings. She eats yeah. the, the sauce out, like out of a ramekin. I do two things that are gross mm-hmm. with wings. You don't want to eat wings with me. No, um, false. So. We all do. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I used to eat them with a fork and a knife first. So that's the three things. And I really got <laughs> shamed for that because when I do eat them with my hands, like, you know, everyone gets messy, but like, I'm like, yeah. it's in like my hair, it's on my <laughs> neck. Like, I'm like really, very really aggressive. gross. But I drink the sauce, and <laughs> yeah. very aggressive. I drink the sauce and I like to chew on the bone a Ooh. little bit. Like, it's really gross. Like, seriously, I shouldn't, I, I shouldn't be. <laughs> I, I didn't know you chewed on the bone. I do. Like a dog. Like a dog. Like a dog. Well, you're getting everything off. Yeah, yeah you just want to, I don't want the, the sauce. Yeah. Uh, could be on the bone. Uh-huh. I just, I love sauce. <laughs> she does love sauce. Sauce, sauce always wins. Condiments. Yeah. The sauce always yeah. wins. Yeah. Condiment great. line. <laughs> Circle back to that. Yeah. All right. Oh. All right. What Andrew. A, yeah, Andrew. Best thing you ate or drank? The best thing I ate was the apple crisp from Chef Alyssa's brunch on Saturday. Oh. I didn't know you had <laughs> apple crisp. It, you know, when Alyssa was like, I'm going to put this on the menu, uh, myself and one of our other staff members raving, we were, we were like, are you sure about this? And you just take one bite and you just want more bites and more bites. It just hangs on it mm. and it's, I don't, I don't even know what's in it, but I love it. And, and we serve it with cottage cheese, oh, which is from uh, UAV from in Charlotte. Oh, yes, yes. And, uh, everybody asks me like, what is the cheese? And I'm like, well, it's cottage cheese. And I'm like, I thought so. Because if I told people it was cottage cheese, they would be like, leave it on the side. Right, I don't right. want it's, it. I've never seen leave that. It yeah, I don't like regular cottage, cottage cheese. No, but it you, is. You have to have it with You it. have to have it it's on good. it. You have to. And I don't do anything to it. I just put it on the apple crisp and it is like. I'm freaking dying over that. Like, I love apple crisp. I love this idea of putting <laughs> cottage cheese on it. Yeah. Like, I need this. Cottage you have this every. Awesome. Every Saturday? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have it. And it's every our, Saturday. our number one selling, like, baked item you can donate sweet while i'm working maybe i will oh my i will gosh. say one that other thing amazing. too you have something called the ron swanson on there yes which is so funny just it's just egg and bacon, bacon egg and cheese right yeah basically mm-hmm. bacon egg and toast and toast, toast. Yeah. yeah yeah just so like ron would want it yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right oh my gosh okay so i i'm Granted, I have not been out much this week, so work-related food has been what I've wanted. I had the best, and it would be the the pita, the falafel pita that we made. Oh, oh for the so we did a Mediterranean um, street food class. Oh my and we god! Made what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We made cucumber salad yeah. and all these. Oh, no, sauces. we need to do that one. Yes, that would be yeah. fun. It was so good, and I just like I couldn't wait. Usually, I can hold. I can hold off, and. I have a little plate of food after food after class, but it was like I think people were plating up, and I was I was just getting down with my pita, <laughs> like it was staring freshly at you. fried falafel. So did you make the pita too? We made everything. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. dear lord, fresh pita. Yeah, we made the pita. There's nothing better than fresh made, pita. Yeah, the sauce, it, everything. The falafel. And I was like, I have to eat this now. <laughs> so that was my favorite thing of the week. And it was pro- classic. It's like what you'd expect it to taste like. So. Oh, my gosh. I feel like these are the best things I ate this week. And yeah. I eat them. You guys have made these <laughs> sound so good. Oh, my gosh. What is yours? Yeah, you, what'd you do? You went to <sighs> Sensoria. Yeah, I went to Sensoria, so that's hard, right? <laughs> um, I'm so full. Um, I asked her her favorite one. She told me the one she hated, but I don't know if she's going to say that on the pod. I know. I'm not going to say that. Okay. <laughs> We'd like to get drama there on were, here, but... There were a couple. <laughs> actually, I will say there were a couple I did not like. Oh. Um, however, we will not say which ones, but I gave my ticket... Oh, okay. Well, I don't want to say... Oh, shit. 
Okay. <laughs> I don't want to say who I gave my ticket to, but I let's say my favorite one, I think. Was, <laughs> damn. So um, we haven't been to the fig tree. Have you guys been? It's been a few years, but I mean, always great reviews, kind of solid all the time. Yeah, that's and, what, I mean, I don't know. Jason's been, I haven't been. It's like everyone says it's one of their favorites and I can't believe we haven't been. It's a kind of a high, pricier place, but um, mm-hmm. they did a profiterole with duck liver mousse and onion jam mm. that was very simple um, and also just really, like, easy to eat and tasty. I was going to say texturally. Yes, like, it was just, like, and I love, you know, like, I love bread, so it was just, I don't know, it was just perfect. Um, I really like that one, but there were a lot of really good ones. Um, close second, I don't know. So it was, it was hard. It's hard to say, but mm-hmm. I liked, also had more desserts this year than last year, so... That was awesome. She's a dessert lady. Yeah. If you yeah. need to know one thing about Yvonne, like, I didn't eat dessert until I met Yvonne. Wow. Loves a dessert. Do you I, have a favorite Charlotte dessert? Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, asking the hard <laughs> questions That's here. Seriously hard question. Well, everything that Ashley Boyd makes, like, and now she's like, I was going to say like last year, her dessert at Sensoria was so good. Um, but yeah, because now she's, I like Lainey Parrish too, the person who's currently mm-hmm. in the kitchen at 300 East and they're for, you know, doing pastries, but... No, I don't know. You know what? You know what I really like, and I wanted this weekend. Wits. Just like a. She loves like a, wits. I love wits, but I love a, dairy, a dairy Queen Blizzard. <laughs> yeah, you sent me that. I'm like, we're yeah. not going to. Tis dairy the Queen. season. Let me every like around this time of year, like when spring starts, like I get like one a year now. I used to uh-huh. like really overdo it on those. Do you walk but, up to the one in Plaza Midwood? Yes, yeah, so that's like really like the only one around here. I mm-hmm. feel like right. Like and no, I there's to, one right here. Yeah, is there? Like, yeah, we're like. Oh really right, with you get one on the way home with the Eskimo. <laughs> yeah, get one on the way. So culturally her favorite dessert of all Charlotte is a blizzard. Yeah, no, no, no. Yes, uh, that's what you heard. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna isolate <laughs> so any chefs. So no, mm-hmm. I'm just that's what I want right now. We not, burn bridges on this pod. Let's burn some bridges. People, yeah, people always go hard on us for picking like lowbrow things, but you know what? Damn it! Sometimes I want a blizzard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just because we're going to Noma next week doesn't mean I can't have a blizzard. <laughs> I guess you can. All right. Make sure you tell uh it's a lot cheaper. Yeah, exactly. I'll be like, whenever it's up, do you make a blizzard? <laughs> do you, and I'll like do this motion, like to turn it upside down. I'll be like, you, and it's, it won't fall out. Yeah. Do you have Oreos? Or else it's free. No. Yeah, okay. Oreos. Okay. When we go to Noma. Yeah. You have to take whatever dessert they have and turn it upside yeah. down. <laughs> and if it falls over... It's free. It's free. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if he knows that rule, but... <laughs> Actually, like a sorrel blizzard would be really good, you know? <laughs> like a Rene Redzepi style blizzard. Mm-hmm. You know, just a real Nordic flair. Mm-hmm. We'll, put a, we'll put a thing on there. All right. There's people waiting for us. I know. So we I gotta hear go. them. I hear the people. So right. thank you guys. Okay. So if we're going to yes. sign up for a class, where do we go? Oh, you wanted to mention too. Sorry, you oh, wanted to mention that you're um, that you're starting these family oh, yeah. dinners. Family table Talk meals. about that quickly. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So uh, we do catering, and we're adding family table meals. So there are meals that you can order in different quantities to feed your family a really delicious, wholesome meal of sides, great main dishes, and desserts. Of it's, it's the cross section of a restaurant, of a meal service, of a, a Blue Apron style, but it's not frozen. It's fresh. You just have ready to order, to ready to eat, just order the day ahead of time, pick it up on your way. So home one day ahead of time, mm-hmm. one day. Yeah. And it's, all one you have day. to do is stands between you and a great meal. Yeah. yeah. Just put it in the oven and that's, or some of that stuff's already, already ready to go, right? Yeah. Like you can like choose and, if you yeah. want to have it cold or hot. Oh my on gosh. When you're going to eat it. Wow. You guys are full service. Okay. We want to be. Yeah. <laughs> and where can we find you on where the Where can we internet? find you on the interwebs? Um, at Chef Alyssa CLT on uh, Twitter and Instagram. 
And of course, we're on Facebook, Chef Lisa's Kitchen, but it's time for a class, chefless'skitchen.com. If you're not on the newsletter, to get the email updates oh, you, you why need to be. You be? So, get the uh, newsletter. So sign up for the newsletter. Sign up for the newsletter right there on the website or on Facebook. It's really easy. And uh, that's how you'll find out about everything that we're doing. You guys are amazing. I'm Thank in awe of yeah. everything that you've built. Everyone go. Charlotte's lucky to have you. Yeah, sign up for Thank a cooking class. And if you don't want to do that, go on Saturday because the brunch is amazing. Yeah, Saturday nine to, uh, every Saturday 9 to 2, we have our beer and wine license now. So we're doing mimosas oh, and things like that. I'll be there next week. Mm-hmm. Crunk. Get crunk. Play All us right. out, Jason. All right, everyone. Have a good week. We have a special guest next week, too. We do. Which we're very excited we about. We do. Very special. Not no Chef Alyssa though. No, I didn't grow <laughs> up with this special. one. Not that special. <laughs> All right, everyone have a great week. Get, get crunk.